Hi, this is Rob Silverstone, and you're listening to The Rob Silverstone Show. Episode 4, Negotiation. In any negotiation, you first need to decide what you want, and then how to go about asking for it, to whom, and then when to say, yes, I'm happy with the results of this negotiation. Hopefully, after listening to this podcast, you will have a better sense how to do each one of those activities. First, do research. Before you sit down with the other person, decide what it is that you want. What are your goals? Can you break the goals into sub-goals so that you can negotiate on each aspect? What are alternatives if you don't get everything that you're asking for? Will a partial victory be sufficient on any particular aspect? Um, Sketch that out and do some research before deciding what to ask for and how to ask for it. For each goal and for each sub-goal, decide, is it really necessary? Is this essential that I must have, or this is this something that would be good to have if I can get it? Can I live without it? So in other words, you want to justify each goal and decide whether the alternatives are acceptable to you. Then determine who is the best person to ask in the first place. If it's a negotiation with your spouse, then obviously talk to your spouse. If it's a negotiation with your friends, figure out which friends to speak with. Uh, Maybe it's a negotiation with your boss about getting a promotion or with your company about changing how something is done or with another company about getting a new job. Maybe it's with a vendor to decide what's the best course of action in your company supplying services to that vendor for which that vendor uh, will provide you with some kind of consideration. So, Once you figure out whom to ask for and how to do research about that person and that company, if it is a company, figure out also how that person will benefit from the negotiation. Negotiation should never be one-sided so one person benefits and the other person loses. That's not a satisfactory result. Figure out how to make both parties better off. That's really what negotiation is all about. So, how do you ask? First, determine what is the best negotiation strategy, to ask for everything all at once or to ask for things one at a time. Are the goals that you're seeking interrelated, like you need to achieve three goals in order to be eligible to get the fourth goal, or are they all independent and have to be negotiated separately? Determine the best forum. Sometimes it's better to talk to the counterparty and the counterparty's turf. If it's your boss, chances are you're going to talk about this at the workplace, Or if you are working from home, you may want to talk about it electronically. If so, it's probably better to do it with a video chat as opposed to just having a phone call because the input you get by looking at a person and how the person reacts to what you say and what you ask for gives you valuable points in how to best formulate the next request. Just talking to a person on the phone will work, but you don't get all those visual cues that you get from watching a person on video, or obviously if you're sitting with a person face-to-face. In other words, body language is important. Uh, What do you ask for? Start with the bigger asks or start with the smaller asks. It really depends both on your personal style and whether the goals are interrelated and whether or not uh, you, you want to build on the things that you can get consensus on quickly before you ask for the big things for which there may not be consensus. Determine the right contingencies uh, as you're asking for these things. What do you have to do to get to a goal that you would like? Uh, Maybe you're asking for more money for your current job, but you have to be willing to take on more work or more responsibility 
in order to be better deserving of that promotion. So know that in the back of your mind that you're not just getting more money for the exact same thing you're doing. Maybe you are uh, in certain cases, but in certain cases, most employers won't see justification in paying you more money to do the same old, same old. In any event, you need to figure out what's the right path of action based on what you're looking to get. Um, Understand what's involved in providing whatever you're providing as part of the negotiation. Let's say you're negotiating with another company. Your company is going to be buying goods and services, so you're going to spend money. You don't want to spend too much, and you're going to be getting raw products to put into your company's product, uh, training services, uh, office equipment, whatever it is you're negotiating for. You want to minimize what you spend, but you want to make sure you get what's useful um, to you. So you need to figure out what's my budget, where do I want to offer, usually lower than my budget, knowing I can't exceed my budget, uh, what it is I want to get, would I be willing to accept substitutes or alternatives along the way. When you negotiate, one party makes an offer and the other party then makes a counteroffer. The counteroffer is actually even more important than the initial offer, in part because it sets the tone and the expectation, how far apart you are or how close you are when you begin the negotiation. Also, you can start to value what the alternatives are in that negotiation by determining what the value is of the initial offer and the counteroffer. Don't discount the emotional side and don't discount the economic side. You may be working with a company who has stretched financially and can't afford to give you everything you want because it just can't afford to. You may also be working with a company that knows its own internal limits and can't give you something at lower than the cost of producing that good or that service. So be aware not just of the objections you get from the other side, but as to the rationale or the reasoning behind those objections. And if you don't get the reasoning behind the objection, ask. Sometimes you'll learn enough once you get that information that you can alter what you're asking for to get to a point that actually makes sense both for you and for the other company. So let's say you're negotiating and you come to a deadlock and you cannot agree. Move on to the other aspects you're negotiating to see if you can come back later to the item that's deadlocked. Come up with alternatives if that's what it takes or ask more questions about why the other side isn't moving off of whatever its current uh, position is. Uh, again, you may learn something that will cause you to recalibrate what you're asking for, or it may make you more confident that you're asking for the right thing for you. And by the way, sometimes it is okay to walk away and not come to agreement. Maybe you'll find an alternative vendor to negotiate with. Maybe you'll find a different employer to get a job. Uh, if you can't come to agreement with your spouse about something you're talking about or negotiating, Agree to disagree and revisit the question a day later or a week later or a month later and talk again. Don't just give up uh, if you think that you are in the right, but it may be that after both sides spend time not talking about that topic, one or both sides may come up with a creative alternative and or be more willing to compromise. These are all equally valid in the world of negotiation. Another important aspect of negotiation is being a good listener. And if you are a good listener, how do you become a better listener? Pay attention not just to what the other side is asking for, but how the question is phrased, what the rationale is behind that question. Um, Get to the why and not just to the what, in other words. Um, What are you willing to accept based on what the other side is proposing in in a negotiation? Are there alternatives that are just as good or almost as good? 
Uh, are your expectations or are the expectations of the other side just not close to reality? What constitutes a win anyway, and why do, why do both sides need to feel that they've won something? Usually in a negotiation, each side is giving the other side something the other side wants. That's why it can be a win-win, but you have to figure out what really makes it a win-win. A couple of side notes. Uh, I took a course uh, at Harvard Business School called the Harvard Negotiation Project, and one of the main messages of that course in negotiation was, what is the best alternative to a negotiated agreement or a BATNA? Uh, is it ever better to just say no? Well, that's a good question. Uh, in other words, when you go into a negotiation, what is your alternative should that negotiation not work out? Maybe it is to work with another company, another vendor. Maybe it is to just cool off and discuss it again in a subsequent period of time. But you always want to have an alternative to a negotiated agreement in the back of your mind in case you can't get to agreement with the other side. Not all negotiations are successful. If you know that going in, then when you get to a logjam, it won't be such a shock and it won't be such a disappointment. It just means that you may need to take a different approach to get what you want or have a cool-off period and then try again. The Harvard Negotiation Project's mission is laid out in a book by Roger Fisher and William Murray called Getting to Yes. The subtitle of that book, by the way, is Negotiating Agreement Without Giving In. It's important in any negotiation to focus on the terms at hand and separate the people from the problems. You might disagree vehemently with the person on the other side of that negotiating table, but it doesn't mean you have to disrespect or dislike that person. That person just has a different point of view that might be better for that person's company or organization. Focus on the mutual interests of both parties to negotiation, not just in the negotiating positions. Maybe there's something you can agree on right away that gives you a path to actually lead to agreement on what you're trying to negotiate. Work together to find creative and fair options for both parties. In other words, if both parties benefit from the negotiation and from the subsequent agreement, then it was a good negotiation. And if one party benefits and the other does not, it probably wasn't such a good negotiation and you're probably not going to be able to negotiate so readily with that organization in the future. There is a uh, scientific premise in economics called Pareto optimality. Basically, this is a concept that says that both sides can be made better off by trading or sharing information or physical items or services. Uh, one way to get to Pareto optimality is to talk, to negotiate, and to figure out what do I have that you can benefit from and what do you have that I can benefit from. And if we can trade that or share that, we can both become better off. That is ideally something that you want to look towards in any negotiation if it's going to be a successful negotiation. Another book I read, which I found to be very, very valuable in the job negotiation process, especially about seeking out a new job at a new employer, is a book called Get More Money in Your Next Job by Lee Miller. Lee Miller is a lawyer who became a bit of a uh, consultant to executives looking to redo their deals with their current companies or to negotiate new employment agreements with new companies. He outlines in the book several topics, uh, one of which is that the compensation conversation is a subset of negotiation, but it is an important one. And that when a company makes you an offer, don't just look at the salary, but look at the total compensation. What, what's comprised in that package? Salary, yes. Bonus, maybe. Overtime, maybe at a lower level. 
benefits, vacation, medical, dental, 401k, pension, etc. Find out all the elements of what that company is offering before you then try to negotiate on what is negotiable. Some aspects are not negotiable and they are uniformly applied across all employees, of course, but some items can be negotiable. For example, salary is often negotiable within a range. The bonus can be negotiable as well, often as a percentage of salary. Vacation time, though there are standards at most companies, sometimes companies will be more generous if you've come from another company where you had more vacation time already earned. It doesn't cost the company more money to give you extra vacation time if you can still get your work done in the course of a month in the course of a year. If, however, the job is such that the company cannot give you additional vacation time, maybe there's something else it can give you in lieu of that. Now, one aspect that Lee Miller emphasizes in this book is that whoever gives a number first has a disadvantage. So if you're negotiating with a potential employer and the employer asks you how much money you want to make, counter not with a number, but with a question. The question most often recommended is, what is the range, compensation range, for the position we're talking about? Uh, Let's say, for example, you make $50,000 a year and you want to make $75,000 a year. You have no idea what the new company's salary range is. If the new employer asks you how much you're looking to make, uh, let's say you say $75,000. You might actually scare that company away. Maybe the salary range for the job is fifty-five to seventy. And you'd be happy taking the higher end of that range. You wouldn't be so happy taking just 55. But you don't know that until you ask. So if the employer asks you what you're looking to make and you instead say, tell me what the range is, and if the employer says the range is 55 to 70, one possible answer you could give is, I'm sure we can find a mutually agreeable number within that range. Let's talk about the job and the aspects of the job first and see if we like each other at the end of the process. In other words, it's better not to negotiate the salary up front before you even know if you want to take the job or not. When you finally get that offer, and let's say the offer is a 55, you can ask a leading question such as, could you increase the offer to 70? Uh, You're not saying you won't take the job at 55. You're just asking if it's possible to increase it. And maybe the other side of that conversation could be the recruiter or the head of HR will say, no, I can't make it 70, but how about 65? That way, you'll end up with more money than the initial offer because you asked, but you didn't ask by specifying an ultimatum saying, well, if you don't move it to 70, I will not take the job, but you just were trying to find common ground. So this is a good example of negotiation. There are many, many other things you can negotiate about. In many cases, you're going to buy an expensive product at a store. Let's say it's a car at a car dealer or a washing machine at an appliance dealer. Big ticket items like that are usually negotiable within a range. That doesn't mean that you can pay $10,000 for that $25,000 car, of course, but maybe you can get that $25,000 car for $23,000 or $23,500 instead. Say you're talking about an $800 washing machine, maybe you can negotiate it down to $700 instead of $800. Keep in mind that the way that you both win is if the store sells that car or sells that washing machine at a price at which it still makes money. You, you buy that product at a price below the initial ask, uh, but both of you are better off. You, because you wanted to spend your money to buy that car or that washing machine, the dealer or the store, because they wanted to sell that car or sell that washing machine, and you got to an agreement about an economic price that made it make sense for both sides. In other words, it was a win-win. When you're doing your homework before you start a negotiation, you always want to think about 
How can I do a deal that makes both of us win so we both come away happy? That, in a nutshell, is negotiation. If you have any questions about this, or if you'd love to see me cover other topics, please reach out to me at rob at therobsilverstoneshow.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it.